Good morning, Help Club for Moms. My name is Deb, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. I've been praying for you, and I've been thinking about you guys, and I'm super excited to talk to you guys about practical ways to help your children love going to church as adults. I don't know about you guys, but when my children were growing up, I felt anxious quite a bit of the time about raising my children in the generation that I was raising them in. And I felt a little nervous as to, is there any way that we could raise our kids to love uh, the Lord when they're adults, to love going to church, and to love being a Christian? And that stressed me out a lot because even back in the 90s when we were raising our children, uh, there were things happening in our world that really concerned me. And I can only imagine how you guys feel. As moms today, in today's world, it is uh, it can feel very stressful. Uh, it can feel very overwhelming. But guess what, guys? God chose you to be your children's mother. God chose your children to be born at this time in history, and he's going to help you. He's going to give you every single thing that you need to raise up your children for him. And so there's no need to be afraid. There's no need to be anxious. And so we're going to talk about that today. But I want to say hello. I want you guys to say hello and tell me a prayer request for your children. Uh, How can we pray for you today? We're going to pray today. And I want to say hello to everyone that's going to be watching the recording. Hello, if you have a prayer request. Uh, And also, if you're listening to the podcast, I have my little microphone here. If you're listening on the podcast, please send your prayer request. Both if you're listening on the recorded video, you can leave a comment here or you can email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com and we would be honored to pray for you. We have a team of prayer warriors who pray for our moms. And so if you're listening to the podcast, you can do that too. We want to be here for you. But I want you to say hello and tell me some way that we can pray for you. But as we're waiting, I want to tell you guys, don't forget we're going through our book, The Wise Woman Knows. And we're talking about prayer right now, guys. And prayer is your weapon. Prayer is a weapon placed by Almighty God in your hand, okay? It's 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 something that He designed uh, to work. And so, guys, your prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results, Your prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. But that's a quote by one of my favorite guys on prayer who lived during the Civil War, E.M. Bounds. He was a Civil War Army chaplain, and he was known for praying four hours a day. And uh, he talked about prayer being a weapon, and he talked about prayer uh, being something that moved heaven and achieved unusual results. And so, guys, I'm here to tell you that God hears your prayers. Even if you feel like you're talking to the ceiling, even if you haven't seen any results, that is not true. You don't know what God is doing uh, in the spiritual realm. You don't know how he's working where you can't see him. Our job is to pray and trust And it's God's job to work. Don't ever get those things mixed up, right? Don't you remember the story of um, Sarai? Because God gave uh, Abraham and Sarai. So it was Abram and Sarai. uh, And God changed their names to Abraham and Sarah. But God gave Abraham and Sarah a promise that they would uh, be parents even in their old age. And Sarah did not believe God. She struggled with unbelief, which is understandably so. She was an old woman and and, uh, Abraham was old too. And she gave her maidservant to uh, Abraham and it caused all kinds of problems because she took matters into her own hands. And guys, we are not supposed to do that. We are supposed to do exactly what the Lord tells us to do each day. We're supposed to pray, ask him for wisdom and ask him to, to help us to know what we should be doing. So we're going to pray about that right now. And also, I want to encourage you guys. 
You know, I was praying for you guys today, and I'm praying for each of us as we are listening, either live or to the recording, that we will encounter God. And so I'm going to pray a scripture over you guys. And uh, and I just, I want every single time that we meet, every time that we're together, I want to expect God to move and do great things. And so I'm going to read uh, just one of my favorite prayers and keep those prayer requests coming. Hi, Casey. Hi, Melinda. Hi, Nikki. Keep those prayer requests coming while I'm, while I'm looking up the scripture real quick. I want you to keep those prayer requests coming. Um, let me know how we can pray for you because I feel like it's an honor to pray for you. And before I give you ideas and all this other stuff, I just feel like it's more important that you, um, that you, receive the love of Christ today, that you uh, that you understand that you have God's power inside of you. So I'm going to pray that right now. Hi, Kendra. Good to see you guys. So let me pray. Jesus, I thank you for every single person watching this live video, every single person listening to the recording. God, I thank you that you are with us, that you are outside of time. It doesn't matter if they're listening to the recording or watching the recording or watching it live. God, you're outside of time and you can answer all of our prayers no matter when we prayed them. And so, Father, I pray for every single person joining this video that they would have an encounter with you right now, right now, God, that your Holy Spirit would reach in to their hearts, their minds, their bodies, their souls, their emotions, that you would wrap them in a hug from heaven the everlasting arms, that you would wrap them up with your love, just like a warm blanket, that they would even feel this love right now, that I would feel this love right now. God, the love of Jesus Christ is so great that the word says we even have to pray to understand it. Lord, your word says that we have to pray to understand how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. So I pray for my friend today. I pray that she will have an encounter with you and will understand your love and that you will wrap her up in that blanket right now and that she will not feel overwhelmed, that she will feel strengthened. And Lord, I, I want to pray this prayer uh, in the Passion Translation, Ephesians 1, uh, 18 through, um, through 19. Okay, Lord, I pray for my friend that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of their imagination, flooding them with light until they experience the full revelation of the hope of your calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that, you, uh, that he finds in us, his holy ones. I pray for my friend that they will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to them through faith, that their lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through them. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of the highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And Father, we just ask that my friend uh, will not give up on prayer, that they will keep praying, keep standing in faith, and keep waiting on you. God, our job is to wait on you and to trust and to love uh, those around us like Jesus, and your job is to work. Father, I pray that you would come into this time today, that you would uh, help us all to have practical ways to encourage our children to love church. God, it is it is quite a high calling, quite a challenge. It can feel very big right now to raise up children who love the Lord, to raise up children who want to go to church, who raise up children who um, want to serve you all the days of their lives and raise up their children for you. But God, I know that nothing is too hard for God. And with all things, our, all things are possible to those who believe. And so God, we just want to say right now, we believe and we receive in Jesus name. Amen. 
All right, guys, don't forget your prayer requests. Thank you, guys. And um, I want you guys to share the video if you have, if you can, if you can share the video with your friends. And because I'm really praying that God would get this message out there. Because I tell you what, guys, the time is now to go back to church. If you are able, if you are living in a place where you can go back to church, the time is now to go back to church. I was interviewed for a, a TV station um, last week, and I was talking with the interviewer about this topic, and she was so sweet. And uh, she was wondering about online church and what I thought about online church. And I thought, I think it's great. I think it was great during the pandemic. I think it's great if your kids are sick or if you're sick. But let me just put it to you this way. Do whatever you want your children to do when they grow up. So if you want your children watching online church when they grow up, then watch online church. But if you want your children to love going to church, go to church. And I, I just, I can't say it any more plainly. They, they model what they see in their homes. Children model their parents. Guys, never forget how much your children look up to you, even if they're being turkeys, right? Sometimes our kids are turkeys and they act bad, but you are their number one person. They love you. You mean the world to them. And don't ever forget that, okay? The enemy can make us think that our kids don't like us. They don't want to listen to us. Um, we don't matter, uh, whatever. Don't listen to the enemy. Listen to God. Okay. So just be thinking about that. And it, you know, guys, sometimes it's really good. I know that we, you guys are overwhelmed. Okay. I had my grandchildren this weekend. <laughs> oh my goodness. Both of them were sick and I was exhausted, like super exhausted. So I was, I was praying, Lord, help us to encourage these moms that are exhausted and you are exhausted. And I do remember what that was like to be exhausted. But I will tell you that God will give you strength. I was on my knees in the mornings worshiping. I, I did worship one day with my granddaughter because she got up earlier than I wanted her to. So I was just worshiping with her. Guys, it is possible. We have to prioritize the things of God in our lives to accomplish the purposes God has for us. We can't mess around. Guys, you have a high calling on your life, and we do everything in the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't do anything on our own strength. We do everything by the power of God's Spirit, and He'll help you, okay? So let me talk about different ways. So when my kids were growing up, I know a lot of you guys have heard this story, but I really felt lost as a mom. And God kept telling me, just spend time with me, Deb, just spend time with me. And so I would carve out 15 minutes in the morning and I would spend time with him and I'd pray for my day. And I would pray as I was doing the dishes or pray as I was vacuuming or I'd pray with my kids. I would read the Bible with my kids. I would sing songs with my kids. You know, uh, we've been listening to We Sing Bible Songs. I listen to it with my grandchildren. And my granddaughter is already working on the Old Testament and the New Testament songs, and she's, she'll be three. Guys, kids will, they will, uh, they will just duplicate. Like they, they're like little mockingbirds. They can memorize anything. And guys, if you have teenagers, don't ever feel like it's too late. I'm going to give you a lot of ideas today, uh, for younger children. Uh, and if, but I'm also going to talk about teenagers, but I don't want you, if you have teenagers that don't want to go to church, we're going to pray for them today. Okay. So don't feel discouraged. I'm just giving the young moms ideas today to do with your young children too. Okay. So just know that your young children, they can memorize scripture and they can memorize songs. And so I, it was so funny. My granddaughter has been having trouble going to sleep and we could hear her on the monitor and she was singing Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, 
Numbers, dude. And then she'd start Joshua, Judges, Ruth, first and second, Samuel. I mean, she was so cute. And then I would try to sing it with her and she'd correct me. And she goes, no, it's first and second Peter. And I go, no, no, Aspen, that's in the New Testament song. And last night as I was rocking her to put her to bed, which she never went to bed. <laughs> she, when her parents came and picked her up, they were, on, they were on vacation and we had the kids. She was sitting on the side of the crib and she was looking at the door, at the door when, when they opened the door at 1030. And so she was not wanting to go to sleep. But before I put her to sleep, I was singing to her. I was singing the songs of the Bible. And if you don't know the songs of the Bible, it's so great. You can go to We Sing Bible Songs. They have songs of the Old Testament, songs of the New Testament. They have CDs available. They're on iTunes. It's worth it. It's amazing. I know the books of the Bible. I still sing the books of the Bible whenever I'm looking up scriptures or trying to find a book of the Bible. And so I was singing to her, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, and the letter to the Romans. And guys, she was singing it at She'll be three in December. And so guys, your children can memorize the books of the Bible. They can memorize scripture. And it's just all what we take the time to pour in. And I know it was so exhausting. I was so tired. I did put her in front of the a video a couple of times just because I was so tired and I needed to get things done. But it wasn't a ton. I, I use media strategically. I always did that with my children. And I try to find good things. There's so much junk on uh, on YouTube and so much junk on, on kids stuff. Guys, be selective what you let your children watch. Ask the Lord to give you ideas on what your children can watch. And uh, we just gave her a couple of times with a video. And I was like, Lord, thank you for uh, media. <laughs> but I, I use it strategically. I, don't, I didn't ever just sit my kids in front of it. Okay, so let's move on. So I'm going to talk to you guys about how to get your kids to love going to church. Now, you know you've seen the statistics, and I reread a statistic from Barna. I think it's Barna. They're really famous. But they were talking about the fact that the number one way to, that kids will go to church when they're adults is if they went to church when they were younger, okay? And we've already talked about that, not watching online church, but get out and go to church, okay? And then also, if Sunday is a fun day, they didn't say that, but I say that. And it really helped our children. Both of our kids, by the grace of God, they go to church. My daughter and her husband go to church. My grandchildren go to church. My son goes to church with his girlfriend. By the grace of God, they go to church. But it doesn't mean that it's been perfect. Like one of my children, my son, has had wounds from church. And it was hard for him. It's hard for him when he was in the youth group. And it was really hard. He's got some scars. And he's uh, just working through that with a friend. And um, it's helping him. But he hasn't given up on the Lord, right? Because he was hurt growing up, he, he hasn't given up on the Lord, though. That's the important thing, right? We don't want our kids to give up on God. I used to tell my kids when they were growing up, people are going to hurt you. It's just the way it is. People are going to let us down, but God never will. And so I think that it's super important that we talk to our kids about that and talk to our kids about our shortcomings and how we make mistakes. And when we make a mistake, you tell your kids, oh man, I messed up. I'm so sorry. God, forgive me. And will you forgive me? And let your kids see that you go to God even when you mess up because because guys, our children as adults are going to mess up and as teenagers are going to mess up. It's just human nature, right? We mess up. But when your children know where to go, they're not going to want to quit on God or quit on church. And so when your kids mess up, you just tell them, hey, we just go to God and we ask him to help us and we move on. We do not stay in that place of condemnation. And so with your own children, do not allow your heart to become bitter if your children have hurt you and move forward. If your children have sinned, if they've done something, move forward, let it go. Discipline quickly, right? Discipline is quick. It is quick and it's over with and you move forward just like Jesus. He doesn't hold our sins against us. 
Don't hold your children's sins against them. If you have, repent. That's the beauty part of Christianity. God's graces are new every day. We go to God, we say we're sorry, and we move on. You, Whoever you offended, you say you're sorry, you move on. Don't stay in that place of condemnation, okay? And so I, I just wanted uh, to encourage you guys that uh, it is possible. So let me read you a few scriptures. Let me read you my favorite one, Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Guys, I'm telling you, this is a mandate from God. This is a command. And there is a reason that we have this command is because you want your children to grow up and teach their children. So God wants you to teach your children about God. And then he wants you, their children to, uh, to know about God too. So it's always an exchanging through generations of where you're passing the baton, but you have to teach your children to teach their children. And all you do is have a conversation with them. And you say, you know what, guys, I am teaching you about God because God tells me as your mommy, I need to teach you about God. And then you teach your children about God and they'll go, yeah, right. They don't understand when they're little. And when they get older, you tell them, I want to share with you what God is teaching me. Because do you remember the first part of that scripture, what it said, these commandments are to be upon your heart, teach them, impress them on your children. Guys, you cannot give from an empty well. And I know that you're exhausted. I know you're tired, especially if you're working full time and you have kids or you're homeschooling your kids or whatever you're doing. I know you're exhausted or you're pregnant or whatever it is, but God will help you. He will give you what you need to disciple your children. He will give you what you need to raise them up for for the Lord. And if you have teenagers that are struggling, guys, you pray over them. You, 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 You tell them that you believe in them. You call out those things that are not as though they yet were. Romans 4, 17, it talks about the fact that God gives life to the dead and calls those things that are not as though they yet were. We were created in God's image. And guys, we can call out those things that are not as though they get were. If you see your teenager, if your teenager is messing up, your teenager doesn't want anything to do with the Lord, you call out those promises and those words. You ask God for a word for your child today. You have a rhema relationship with the Lord, which means it's a daily spoken word to you. You are getting a word from the Lord every time you go to him and you say, God, give me a word for my child today. Help me to encourage that child. Or if you have a child that's getting into trouble, God, show me how to encourage my child today. And you give them that word. And so if they're a teenager, you call out those words. Don't pay attention. I mean, guys, yes, if our teenager's doing bad stuff or if they're saying things or what, I mean, I had one of my children was like, I don't see what's wrong with sex before marriage. I was like, are you kidding me? We had to have a conversation, right? We had a conversation about this and that sweet child gave her purity ring to her husband on her wedding day. And even if your children have messed up, guys, it doesn't matter because every day is new with the Lord. And so you tell your kids, you know what? I know you made this mistake or whatever it is, but today's a new day and God has something great for you today. Because aren't we grateful that God doesn't hold our sins against us and that we have something great, okay? So you tell your kids to tell their kids. And the big thing that we do, what we did in our home is I read the Bible to my children. I prayed over them. Love praying over my kids. I still pray over my kids. 
I anoint my grandkids with oil whenever I am taking them home. I, as soon as I get them in the car seat, I take some of my oil and I touch their forehead and I'm like, Jesus, bless my grandbaby. Write your name on their hearts. Set them apart for your service. Let them grow up to do great things in your name. Protect them from all evil. Protect them from evil people, evil things, illnesses, accidents, and injuries. Give their parents the wisdom and every single thing that they need to raise up their children for you. I anoint my kids and I pray over their calling. And I pray for them, guys. Do this with your children. Anoint them with oil. If they're teenagers, just pray over them. Your prayers mean the world to your kids and pray blessings over them. If you're if your teenagers are having problems with you or whatever, don't worry about turning their hearts to God. God will do that, okay? Pray a blessing over them and say, God, I pray over my child. They have got power of the living God inside of them. You have, They've got an amazing future ahead of them. You love them. Start speaking blessings over those teenagers. They cannot argue when you are praying a blessing over them, okay? Don't try to manipulate them loving God, any of that stuff. You just speak life in them and they will love it, okay? And so let's talk about Sunday. So I'm telling you guys, one of the best books, and I don't have it here, I couldn't find it, but one of my favorite books that I've ever read that helped me and my husband raising our children up for the Lord to love church is uh, Making Sunday Special by Karen Maines. And I think it's M-A-I-N-S. That book is phenomenal. And the book talks, it's an old book, and it talks about the Israelites and how they used to prepare for the Sabbath I think they would prepare on Thursdays or, or maybe even Wednesdays. And guys, I think this is a principle for all of us. And I found myself on Saturday night after we put the grandchildren to bed preparing for Sunday because we brought them to church. <laughs> we brought the crazy circus to church. And I didn't put them in children's ministry because I forgot to ask my daughter uh, where she goes. And so I we were late. And so I just, I just brought them into worship and we brought them into the preaching. And they did just fine. And, but I mean, it was crazy. It was nuts. <laughs> you know, it's nuts bringing your children into church. But when our children were growing up, I always brought them in to worship when they were little. I'd let them worship and I'd raise my hands and I'd let them show me. I'd say, look at, look at mommy. Mommy's raising her hands. Raise your hands and sing. And I did that with my children in church. And um, and then I would bring them to their Sunday school. Uh, now, if they had a children's church, if you have a nice children's church that has children's worship, bring them there. But I always, I always took every opportunity to worship with my children. And it is a crazy circus. But Saturday night, I took time and I packed up the diaper bag with snacks. I packed it up with uh, toys. I packed it up with uh, all kinds of stuff to where on Sunday morning, I had things available for them when they started going ballistic, which they did a little bit. So... But just to think about your Sundays intentionally. So to think on Fridays, think, okay, I need to go to the store and I need to get breakfast food. On Sunday mornings when, when our kids were growing up, I just, you know, and I know that not everybody will do this and it's okay. God will speak to you and tell you what he wants you to do. So ask him right now, God, show my friend, how do you want her to make Sunday special? How do you want her to do this? God, I know that you have ideas. So whatever it is that you want her to, to know, tell her in Jesus name. I don't want anyone to feel guilt. Okay. But for me personally, what God spoke to me was I needed to get up early on Sunday mornings and I needed to spend time with the Lord and I needed to make a nice breakfast, one that my family would want to wake up to as teenagers so that they would love Sunday mornings. And that's my puzzle. But you go to God and you ask him about your puzzle because I know a lot of people have to be to church at eight o'clock. We chose purposely not to go to church until the 11 o'clock at our church uh, when our kids were teenagers, but we did go at nine o'clock when they were younger because they went to Sunday school and then they came to big church with us. But whatever you guys want to do, this is what I'm saying. It's very personal. But for me personally, I got up early on Sunday mornings 
and I made these uh, special breakfasts and these things called Ebel Skeevers. And if you haven't had Ebel Skeevers, they're amazing. You can buy a pan online and it's like a pan that has a bunch of holes in it and you pour pancake batter in there and then you drop some chocolate chips or berries and then you turn them and you make puffy pancakes. It's like little donuts and they're delicious. And I made bacon, I made eggs, I made tea. We had a nice breakfast. I set the table the night before. That's another thing you can do as long as your children won't get into it. You can set the table the night before Sunday morning. to know. And also on Fridays, know what you're gonna make for breakfast. Know where your children's shoes are on Saturday night. Know what clothes they're gonna wear to church. Set that out. If it's not clean, wash it, get it ready. If you want your kids to tithe, which we always taught our kids to tithe, and I'm telling you, our kids give a lot of money to church right now. Thank God, right? Thank God. Raise up your children to be givers to church. We raised up our children because we were givers. We tithed. Guys, there is nothing like tithing to watch your finances go up and get better. When we started tithing, we had hardly any money. We had big bills, but we decided we were going to tithe first, even if we couldn't pay a bill, okay? But that didn't last very long. God made my husband's income go up. He'll do the same for you. I'm telling you guys, he will bless you. It is a promise in scripture. So we also taught our kids to tithe. And so we got their tithe ready ready the night before. We made sure that we were in bed early enough to where the kids weren't exhausted the night before, guys. And so that was really helpful. And then um, also on Sundays, so I, I had I set the stage for a nice breakfast, get them out of bed, right? We were singing. I had worship music on in the kitchen. And I also made it easy for my husband to share Christ with my children. And so we got up early enough to where my husband, because they, my children were older, he could share what he was learning in his Bible study. And if your husband doesn't read the Bible, that's okay. There's so many things that you can do on Sunday mornings, or you can do some other night during the week or Sunday night. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But we set the stage. And my husband, you know what, guys? Our husbands, if your husband's a believer and he wants to share Christ with your children, let him do it his way. Don't get in the way and ask him to show you or to help you to be the helper and ask God to show you how to help your husband. So for my husband, it was a fight for many, many years for him to to know how to share Christ with the kids. I felt like, oh, I'm supposed to submit to my husband, but he isn't reading the Bible to our kids. What do I do? Well, the problem wasn't my husband's willingness. It was time. And it was it was um it was just hard for him. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to read to them. And so what I I mean, he read the Bible to them, but he also wanted something else that that used his gifts and my husband's very creative, okay? And so what I did to be my husband's helper when my kids were growing up is uh, on Sunday mornings, I would set the stage and make a big breakfast and he would share scripture and he always made it fun because he, he would do it so much better than me, right? He would talk about Saul, right? Saul, whenever David was running from Saul and, and Saul would try to hit him with a spear and he never uh, hit David. He was a bad shot. And so my husband was like, oh, Saul is such a bad shot, right? You know, but that was me letting my husband be himself, right? But I set the stage. And then we started doing this thing on Sunday nights and we didn't go on church on, uh, to church on Sunday nights, but everybody's different. You could find another night of the week. You could do a uh, Tuesday night, whatever night it is. But we started doing family nights. Family nights are so much fun, okay? And we would do this family night thing to where we taught our kids about God. Our kids were memorized scripture. And we would always start off with a song and your kids know this song. Like we would turn on the song really loud and they would know wherever they were in the house to run because they knew it was going to be fun. Because what we did was we played that song, Jesus Freak by DC Talk. 
Our kids love that song. And we would do this funny thing that they would love. And if your kids are too big for this, you can do something else. Ask God. He'll tell you what to do. But I would take my children's hands and my husband would take their feet like one at a time. So I'm standing here by their hands and my husband's standing here by their feet and we're swinging them to the song. Welcome to family night. Welcome to family night. And it was really fun, right? And so our kids would know we would swing them to the song and it was really, really fun. But my kids usually fought. The dog would throw up on the carpet. The dog would pee on the carpet. The phone would ring. Something would happen and it was always hard to do our family nights. I am not going to lie to you. Whenever you are trying to share Christ with your kids or do a family night or something, you need to know and remember that you have an enemy, the devil, who prowls around like a lion looking for someone to devour. But what does the word say? Resist him and he will flee from you. So you pray over your house before it's time to share Christ with your kids. You pray over your house. You pray, you know, just say a prayer. Lord, I thank you that your presence is in this house. Thank you that you are, that your angels are here with me. Lord, protect us from the enemy. Bless my kids. Let them want to do family night. Let them want to learn about you. Speak through us. You know, start your start your family night or your devotions or something with you just standing at the table before your kids come down. You just pray a prayer and you just call on the angels from heaven and you ask God to help you guys, okay? So we did family nights and we had this thing. I'm gonna share some fun ideas. We would memorize scripture and it was always crazy. We have a really good video uh, with our children fighting as they were sharing scripture. And I should probably share that with you guys. But uh, I'm telling you, it's not easy, but you just stick it out. You just keep going. Be like Dory the fish. Just keep swimming. Just keep chipping away at discipleship and it will happen. Okay. But we had, I just bought this treasure chest. I don't even know where I got it from, but I got this treasure chest and I filled it with, I, I, get, I put mama dollars in here and you could just make your own. You can just write out these little cards that say mama dollars, right? And then I also put in here toys. I would go to the dollar. We didn't even have a dollar store back then. I would get cheap toys at the store and I would put them in here. And I would also have mama dollars. Mama dollars are, are we use mama dollars to uh, re, uh, ha, reward our children when they memorize scripture. Okay. So we would work on, like we, we did Romans 12, we did Philippians 2, we did all kinds of scripture. We memorized chapters. We, we, we tried Awana and I love Awana. Awana is amazing. You can work on your Awana verses and do this, but it didn't work, work out for us to stay in the program because we were traveling with our kids a lot at that time. But we did have the Awana book. You can order the Awana book for great scriptures to memorize with your kids too. If you can't go to the program or if they don't have a program near you, or you can just memorize scripture, right? So we memorized scripture. We had prizes in here. I would give them mama dollars after they recited their scriptures. Every Sunday night, we would practice during the week a little bit, like they'd see them in the car. And then we would recite them on Sunday night and work on them until we were done. Okay. So this was very, very, very handy. All right. And then um, I want to share these books with you. Oh, and hey guys, guess what? You have access to these amazing printables uh, with the book that we're going through. If you guys are going through our book, you have access at myhelpclubformoms.com to all kinds of things that will teach you how to help you uh, disciple your kids. Every single one of our books, uh, we have get, uh, most of them. I'm sorry. There's a couple of them that we're still working on the printables, but go to myhelpclubformoms.com. And if you've ever bought any of our books, sign up there and you'll have access. And so these are the ones that we're going through right now. You can do this with your kids. This Look how cute this is. It's teaching them the Lord's Prayer. And you can cut this out and make a little book to teach your children the Lord's Prayer. 
And that, that's going on right now with our prayer uh, prayer area. That's I, I can't remember what page it is in our book, but right now the moms are studying about prayer and we're teaching our kids about prayer. So that's one of them. And then coming up next week, we're going to start talking about identity in Christ. Okay. And we have an identity in Christ prayer jar. And it talks about an activity to do this. It's so good. And you can do this in your family night or sometime that you just really want to teach your kids. It's nice to have a regular night to do family night because then um, they know what to expect. And so that's really good. And then also it's never too late. We have this pumpkin thing. It's the story how being a Christian, like being a pumpkin. And I know that Halloween is over, but you can still carve pumpkins. It's fall, right? And you can go through, tell them about how being a Christian is like a pumpkin. And that's all on uh, myhelpcloudformoms.com. Okay, I love these. And then we also did these other books. And I don't know if they're in print, but I want to show them to you because they're really good. Heritage Builders is put out by Focus on the Family. And this one's a holiday family night tool chest. It's so good. And these are like really easy little activities to do with your kids to teach them about God. That's for holidays. Here's one that's Money Matters. We did this one for our children. You know what's funny? Our kids both really manage their money well. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. They're both very frugal. And we did this Money Matters family night tool chest with them. And then we also did an Introduction to Family Nights. This is one called Introduction to Family Nights. And I actually think if you look up uh, Jim Weidman or Kurt Bruner, I think that they started a new company. I was working at a, a conference a couple weeks ago, and I saw this company, but I can't remember the name of it. And they have these boxes that they will send you uh, that have family night things in them, teaching your kids about God. It's awesome. Okay. And then I love this one by Clay Clarkson. This one is in print and it's called Our 24 Family Ways. This one is super duper duper easy. And what you do is you, um, you, so you see how this looks. I need to explain it to you. And then if you're listening on the podcast, I'm holding up a book and it's called Our 24 Family Ways by Clay Clarkson. And what you have to do is with this one is you have to print out an 11 by 14 sheet of paper that goes all the way across, or you could print them out on two sheets of paper and tape them together. But it's so cool because it says, ask a question, read the Bible, talk about it, speak to God. So pray. And you cut this out and you put, we used to put this in a jar, like a jelly jar. And, um, and on Sundays we would do this too. And, or, or like, this is something super simple. Okay. And we put candy in the jar and your kids can have candy and you can do this anytime you can put it at the dinner table and it's great. It's Clay Clarkson, our 24 family ways. So those are just some ideas to help you disciple your kids. Okay. Now, the last thing I want to say about Sundays, you're preparing for Sundays. I talked to you about that with, um, with preparing, getting everything ready. Okay. You're, you're setting the stage if you want to have a nice breakfast and maybe uh, teach your kids something or just read a scripture, pray for their day, something like that on Sunday. And you're not running late to church, right? Because you're getting up early and you have your stuff set out. The other thing I want to tell you that is was very instrumental for my children is I made time to invest in godly friendships from church. And so what I would do was we would take kids out to lunch after church on Sundays that were from uh, these wonderful godly families of friends that I knew. And I would take the time, I would do whatever it took. I would drive 45 minutes one way to, to drive one of these children home that were from homes that I knew that their kids were being taught to love Jesus. These were a lot of them were my friends' kids. And um, it's super important that your children have uh, friends that are from Christian homes. And uh, yes, we have friends that are not from Christian homes, of course, right? But the majority of your time, right? The word says, 
The companion of fools suffers harm. He who walks with the wise grows wise. And you want your children with wise children from wise families. And no family is going to be perfect. Every family makes mistakes. No one does it perfectly perfect, right? But invest in time with those children. And so we would take them out to lunch at Red Robin. We would give them money for the little video games in there. We would order them whatever they wanted. We would have so much fun with them. And then we would drive them home and we would go home. We'd all have a quiet time. I was so tired by this time and I would take a nap and our kids went to their rooms. When our kids were uh, too old for naps, uh, we had them go to quiet time and they would read or, or listen to books on tape or play in their rooms quietly. But that was a big thing that we did because I still needed a nap <laughs> in the afternoon, just a little one. So anyway, okay, I'm going to pray for your kids. Do you guys have any comments about what we said today? Um, anything, you could leave a comment. And then also I'm going to start praying. So you can leave your prayer request right now, okay? And uh, hi, hi, Anthea. Good to see you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. And Kendra, please pray for our adult son, wisdom and separation from foolish. Yeah. And our do- Okay, great. I'm going to pray that right now. So Father, I pray for Kendra. And guys, even though I'm praying, put your prayer request right now. God, God, God's fine. <laughs> he doesn't care that you're typing while I'm praying. So pray and put your prayer request up there and I'm going to pray for you. Okay. So God, I pray for Kendra's uh, son for uh, wisdom and separation from foolish influence. Yes, God. I pray that over every one of our children, that you would separate them from foolish influences and that you would bring godly influences into their lives, God. I pray for that son, Lord, that you would open his eyes to see uh, the foolish influences around him and that he would know that that is not right. He was not raised up to be like that. And God, that you would turn his heart towards finding godly friends, uh, that will encourage him in his walk with you. And Lord, that you would help Kendra in her situ- in her home with her children, with her son and her daughter. And I pray for her daughter. I do pray, God, for healing uh, and gender clarity in Christ, God, that she would know she's a daughter of, of God. She is your precious daughter. Uh, there is no confusion. She is your precious daughter. And, and that Kendra, we even, even call that out, that uh, she is your precious daughter and that you have amazing plans for her. And it's just the enemy trying to steal her identity as your daughter. Protect all of our children from the enemy stealing our children's um, identity in you as a daughter and a son. And I pray for all of the children represented here that the parents would call out uh, the truth that they are daughters and sons in Christ. They're daughters and sons of the living God, that they are women and men of the living God. And uh, God, that they would call that out in Jesus' name. Okay, let me see if I have more comments. Okay, so Nikki, thank you, Nikki. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I love that you do that. Okay, Emily, help me to find fun ways to make time for, okay, to help my son. That's great. Lord, I thank you for Emily's willingness to teach her son about you. And anyone here that is wanting their children to learn about you but doesn't know how to get started, God, that you would give them the wisdom, you give them the help, the time, the energy, every single thing that they need, that they would know that you are their helper and that they are cooperating with you. And Deuteronomy 6, just like I read today, God. So help Emily to rest knowing that you're going to help her. So give her the tools, give her the energy, give her everything that she needs. And every single person watching today, give them what they need for their children as well. In Jesus name. Okay. And uh, Nikki, more godly friends with young children. Okay, let's do that. So Lord, I pray for Nikki that you will give her godly friends for her young children. Lord, give her godly friends that are raising their children up for you. All of our moms that are watching or listening today, that you would give them godly friends, that they would know that it is a good investment of their time to spend time with godly friends. God, it is so good because then uh, Nikki has, uh, she can tell her kids that, 
Uh, the Jones believe uh, like we do, and the Jones are Christian family, just like we are. It's so good for our children to have other Christian families to look to and say, we are all worshiping God. We are all following God. And so give Nikki those friends at every single one of our moms in Jesus name. And Lord, I pray for anyone here who wanted to pray a prayer request today, that you will bless them and answer their prayers and help them uh, to make Sunday special and help them to know that you love them and that you will help them and protect them from the enemy. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys, thanks for joining. Share the video and pray for Help Club. We need your prayers. We love uh, encouraging our moms and we just love when when people pray for us too. Pray for our team, uh, pray for for our moms. Uh, We just pray and pray and we ask the Lord to bless our moms and to bless our team and just pray for all of us too, God. I love you all. I I talk to God and I'm like, pray for all of us too, God. But I, I, uh, do you guys ever do that? Do you like talk to God? Like when you're talking to other people accidentally, it's just, I think it's so sweet that, and I hear a lot of my friends doing this too, that, that they, they, when they're talking, they sometimes say God (laughs) because they talk to him a lot. And so I pray that over you, that you will talk to God so much that sometimes you'll forget who you're talking to. So with your friends that you'll, you'll, you'll call out God's name. And so just know that he loves you and he's with you and he never leaves you alone. Okay. Have a great day. Goodbye. Thanks for watching and listening.